Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the 4th State Drive Time Podcast. I'm your host, Marty Duran, coming to you live from I-40, just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. It's a beautiful day. Rumor has it we're not going to get into the 90s today with sweltering humidity, and that will be a welcome relief for what's left of my vegetable garden, and that isn't much. Thanks for joining me. Happy Tuesday morning to you. Well, yesterday afternoon, or maybe it was morning, the Republican candidate for president decided to give a speech on foreign policy, and it received mixed reviews from across the media spectrum, primarily because it was a mixed speech. Trump is calling for uh, what can really only be called an ideological test that includes one's religion, their beliefs about uh, assimilation, and other uh, various and sundry political slash quasi-religious positions that they might hold before they would be granted entry into the United States. Uh, There was a term for this back in the 50s when Senator Joseph McCarthy was conducting a series of hearings. He calls for extreme vetting. Uh, those are, I don't know if those were his exact words, but uh, he has called for and repeated the call yesterday for better vetting for uh, people who want to come into the country. The interesting thing uh, when you hear Mr. Trump talk about vetting and uh, immigration, especially for refugees, is that it is clear that he really doesn't understand the process Uh, He seems to think that if a Syrian wants to come to uh, America or hopes to come to America as a refugee, that they walk down to uh, what's left of the government buildings and start the process. Um, He kind of continuously refers to nobody knows who these people are, uh, nobody is screening them, their, you know, their governments or whatever, um, and it leads me to believe that he uh, he actually doesn't understand how the process works, and uh, which is really sad because um, it it isn't just a bunch of people uh, boating across the Mediterranean on a raft, uh, climbing aboard an island at Greece, and then catching Southwest Air into Nashville. Uh, it, it's considerably more complicated than that. Uh, he also called for various strategies. Uh, in fighting against ISIS and uh, more than one group of people or uh, critic or uh, observer has noticed that uh, in, in its essence what the Republican nominee is calling for in fighting against ISIS uh, is exactly what the Obama administration has already been doing and has been doing for some time uh, which is what Mrs. Clinton has promised to continue to do if she's elected president. Uh, With the exception of apparently Mr. Trump has called for now an alliance with Russia in fighting against ISIS. Uh, And as we know from the last few months when Russia did insert itself into uh, the fray in Syria, uh, they were bombing people that we were supporting and we were bombing people that they were supporting. So Um, Who knows, man? I mean, men and ladies, I mean, who knows? 
but he did give the speech, and so now there are at least some policy positions to evaluate uh, from the Republican nominee. The New York Times reported that 15 detainees have been released from Gitmo into the United Arab Emirates, leaving, I think, about 60, 65 people uh, stuck in Gitmo. Uh, if you want to find an interesting study, uh, it's, it's a little difficult to find. You have to use the right keywords. But Google what has happened, the, the disposal of the Gitmo detainees, because it's very important to remember the reason there is a, uh, a detention center at Guantanamo Bay being used for those suspected of terrorism was way back 14, 15 years ago, these people were turned in. Uh, many of them were not caught in a, a big dragnet of CIA operations where you know their homes and bars and mosques were being watched and, and all these kinds of things. Uh, quite literally any number of these people, an unknown number, were just scooped up uh, by the CIA or CIA operatives, the military, and brought to Guantanamo Bay. Now, if we were talking about Chile in the 70s and 80s, what we would call that was being disappeared, where uh, dictators would send their goons around and uh, kidnapped, uh, kidnapped, their detractors and their families never saw them again and uh, the news reported in Chile for instance, they would fly them out over the ocean and just drop them out of an airplane and uh, the shark, they, you know, they'd die when they hit the water and then the fish would eat them. Uh, they'd never see them again. Um, U2's song Mothers of the Disappeared is about this very thing. And so we did that and these people would wind up in Guantanamo Bay and their people, their folks back home, families, friends, whatever, didn't always know what had happened to them. And so they'd show up in, you know, United Arab Emirates, or they'd show up in Yemen, or they'd show up in, you know, Turkey or wherever 10 years later. And, uh, oh, guess what? He wasn't a terrorist after all. So it's interesting to see the disposal of those cases, and if you can find it. Some, in fact, were terrorists, and uh, some information was gleaned. Uh, some in charge, not pundits, but some actually in charge, said that there's there's hardly been enough information gotten from uh, detainees at Gitmo to have warranted the entire thing and most of the information that was gotten could have been gotten some other way. So history will record whether or not that was a good uh, move by the United States. But uh, 15 more folks have been released ostensibly because uh, they're no longer or never were a threat to the United States. ISIS is getting pummeled. This is good news. Some reports say 25,000 since September. Uh, I do have links in the episode notes. I'm not calling out all of the sources today. I forgot to write them down. 4,000 ISIS fighters were killed in the liberation of Mambij, Syria. Uh, And that's a siege that has been going on for uh, some 70 or 80 days article reported that uh, since 2014 when ISIS, uh, I guess officially, put that in scare quotes, proclaimed their caliphate in June of 2014, they've claimed credit or been given credit for some 140 attacks in 29 countries. Uh, Remember that destroying ISIS in Syria and Iraq doesn't necessarily mean that their influence is going to die out as they have been recruiting 
on social media and attacks in San Bernardino and Paris and uh, Nice, I think, for instance, uh, have been credited to ISIS because the, um, the, the murderers or terrorists and or terrorists have claimed allegiance to ISIS at some point, either before or during uh, the onslaught. So ISIS is a different creature than uh, going to war against, say, Germany in World War II. Uh, Ideology has to be fought as well as uh, the humans on the ground. Newsweek's reporting that a hospital in Yemen has been bombed by a Saudi-led coalition that's Uh, inserted itself into the civil war in Yemen. Important to remember, Syria is not the only home of a civil war that's been going on for quite some time. In Yemen, you have Saudi-backed forces on one side and Iranian-backed forces on the other fighting uh, in that little country. And this has been going on for quite some time. And uh, the Saudi-backed coalition, it is being claimed, has bombed a hospital associated with the uh, French uh, agency of Doctors Without Borders. I think it's called Medicine, Medicines Sans Frontieres. I don't know how to speak French, but I'll just guess it. That's close. Uh, and a number of people were killed. I also read a report this morning that as ISIS has withdrawn from certain places in Syria, especially some of the larger towns, they've left the hospitals booby-trapped. So that's the kind of guys those guys are. So there'll be a lot in the episode notes today. Uh, be sure and check those out. Thanks for listening. The Fourth Estate Podcast is a production of Roundtable Media Group. If you'd like to advertise on the Fourth Estate Podcast or across the works of the podcasters at Roundtable Media Group, drop me an email, marty at roundtablemediagroup.com. It's the best deal on the Internet. Promote your book, promote your website, promote your blog, promote your business. Just let me know, and we'd be happy to work with you. Thanks for listening. As always, I hope you have a fantastic day.